Salut à tous, bienvenue sur mon podcast. Mon nom, c'est Deo. Moi, c'est Deo. Euh, mon podcast, Empowerment with Deo Kabunda. Euh, aussi, dans cet épisode, on parle de relations, nos relations humaines. Ok, that was it. That was it. Ok, it's not to say that I, that I, that I lost words, but like, I thought that, oh my goodness, my English speaking people, they're lost. So, so, Yeah, I'm back to French. Um, uh, I mean, I'm back to English. So, hey, hey everyone, welcome back. Salut à tous. What would be the equivalent of that in English? Hey y'all, hi y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Dale. This is Dale. It's like I said, my name is Dale, and then I said moi, so Dale means me. I'm Dale, but that's like, that's in French, for, in, in English, that would be grammatically incorrect, but in French, it's shocked for some reason, so, yeah, I'm Dale, and uh, we're talking about relationships, our human relationships, that's basically everything that I said, I, yeah, that is basically everything that I said, I did do the French intro in the last episode, because I wasn't feeling like it, and I, and I was also carrying the baby, so, yeah, 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 And, uh, and so I was like, I gotta get him, I gotta keep him quiet, and, uh, I think he was sleeping and sleeping, and not wake him up, yeah, so I, I really, that was, that, that, that was occupying my mind space, and not, um, and, uh, and I wasn't so much occupied with, like, oh, let me do the cool French intro, and then translate to English, no, yeah. You know what I just realized? I just realized that I had done an intro and a Where Life's At of this episode already. But like, okay, I'm gonna do another one. Cause like, I, I, I like, just, let's just restart. Let's just restart the whole thing. So, yeah. Um, so, where is life at? Um, well, life is going great right now. Um, as I said in, in the last episode, I'm going on another wilderness and, uh, I, I love this whole recording two episodes in a day, you know, it's really more, much more effective than one episode, one episode after two weeks, you know, because like I'm being realistic in saying that, but like, um, that I push myself that I got to do it as soon as possible. So I think I last recorded last week. And I I have two episodes last week, two episodes this week, and I think that if we go if it, if we go at this rate, I think we could make up for all the episodes you didn't get in the in the first half of the year because of the darkest season, because of of the procrastination and also technical problems and stuff. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this episode because I've been thinking about it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So. As for as for word life sad like tomorrow I'm writing my English my English exam so really excited about that because English is not really hard it's like it's English so yeah and I score really well in English so yeah I think that I think that one that though the that the subjects that need my attention I think that the subjects that need my attention the most right now are math and sciences because like 
math and sciences. So I've been I've been I've been great. I've been great at like at at school pretty much pretty much my whole life ever since the first grade. Um but like you you got to realize that it's not just it's not just oh you understand stuff quicker. You also have to you also have to sew on your part. So yeah, so if if like if you want good grades, you have to sow on your part. The Bible says in Galatians that do not be fooled. God is not to be fooled. That one will reap what they sow. So if you don't sow into your studies, then you're not gonna reap. So yeah, even though even though even though you like naturally naturally you may be great. If we if you don't sow, you're not gonna reap. It's like saying you have really great fertilizer, but if you don't sow, if you don't plant, you're not going to get any harvest, even though your fertilizer is so great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what studying is. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the science and math subjects are the ones I'm going to give my attention to. Physical sciences, chemistry, life sciences, and math. And math. Yeah. So, yeah. That those are the ones that I'm giving my attention. I think that one really effective study tool for me is getting past exam papers. I really love those. Those are your friends. Do you know? Because like only about twenty percent of what you do in the year actually shows up in a in your final exam. I'm not saying like in terms of topics. I'm saying like the stuff the stuff that shows up in past papers is like very. It's like at least so far as I've observed, like seventy five percent, at least seventy five percent, similar to the one to the paper you're going to write. So, so yeah, I so yeah, yeah. This this is just that's just it. I I just spent where life's at talking about talking about school and studying. Anyway, yeah, let's get into the episode. So, what is the purpose of this episode? Well, the purpose of this episode is actually that the fact that I was thinking about I, I was thinking about this with God and we were talking about it during the during my darkest season remember it wasn't my darkest darkest season so don't feel that like that bad for me um it was it was my darkest season but like there was also great light you know great revelation so one of the greatest revelation is this in terms of purpose, the the thing that's going to matter the most is your relationship with God and your relationship with people. And gosh dang, like that revelation, like w on the judgment day when you stand before God, you are going to be judged in terms of how your relationship with God was and how your relationship with people was, your relationships with people were. And it hit me, it hit me hard. So after I started putting much more effort into my relationships, knowing that they have great purpose. So, yeah, I started putting much more effort into my relationship. So, yeah, uh, as for as for relationships, I think that God that God has really done great things in my life where there have been new relationships that have started over the past two years that have been really great relationships, really purposeful, 
And remember the one that I told you about a few episodes ago, I don't know how many episodes ago that is, maybe five episodes ago, I may I think I'm making many, much more, many more episodes. So I think like five episodes ago, um, where I told you about, about my friend whom I led to Christ, that relationship with him is very, it's very fulfilling. It's very fulfilling. You know, you know that a relationship is in line is in line, like, is doing his purpose as God had purposed when it's fulfilling, when it's fulfilling. And it's not to say that, it's not to say that relationships don't have, even relationships that are according to the will of God don't have their own fair share of struggles, but, but, therefore, but, like, ultimately, relationships, like, are meant to be fulfilling, but I wanted to talk about, I wanted to make this episode because there was many, there's many like broken relationships and like uh, for a lot of the time, we just don't know how to manage relationships. We don't know. And God has been teaching, teaching me about that. It's not to say that, it's not to say that God, this has been the main thing that God has been teaching me about, but it's been something that God has worked into my everyday life teaching me about so that's what we're talking about and I don't have a main passage yet but I do have a structure for this episode so the structure for this episode is this that I'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about what I'm talking about right now and a few more things then after that I'm going to talk about the three types of relationships because relationships okay the three main types types of relationships because relationships are basically Relationships are friendships. So I'm going to talk about the three main types of relationships. I'm going to talk about familial. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about friendship. And I'm also going to talk about romantic, romantic relationships, which is like boyfriend, girlfriend, and uh, fiance. I don't know what the fiance, fiance, I don't know, whatever. Um, and husband and wife, ultimately husband and wife. And yeah, those are the three main types of relationships in my, according to my observation, but there's also acquaintances, but I'm going to put acquaintances as a subcategory under friendships. So, but basically if you look at it, it's pretty much all relationships are pretty much, you know, friendships. They're pretty much friendships. So yeah, that's what we're going to be looking at today. And so, yeah, I'm going to start with like, I'm going to start with like my first few points about relationships, which I've, I think I've already made, uh, which I've already made some. And I think I'm almost done. And I just didn't know it. But yeah, though, that's, that's just a few things about relationships. That's just the intro of the intro to this episode, to this episode about relationships. And we need relationships because we were not meant to live alone. I think I just found my main passage. We were not meant to live alone. Um, uh, my main passage is found in Genesis where God says that it is not good for the men to be alone. It's not good for humans to be alone. And there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of 
of scriptures like these, and I, I, I think I have one in mind that the Spirit is bringing to mind in Ecclesiastes about chords. He, he uses, I don't know, chords as a, as an analogy for relationships. It's like it's easy to break one chord, one chord, but it's hard to break three tied together. So he saw. So that's a picture of relationship. There's a whole. There's a whole bunch in the in the in the Bible, but, and we're gonna get to that. So yeah, let's get into the episode. So the reason that relationships exist is because God said this in the beginning that. God said this in the beginning. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. And let's start at verse 15. Then the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree in the garden you may freely eat, including the tree of life, which later when Adam sinned, when Adam and Eve sinned, they were not allowed to eat anymore. So... Of every you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now, of course, the when you're reading about this, the first thing that comes to mind is you're thinking about you're thinking about God is creating a spouse for Adam. Yes, and the answer is yes. But Eve was not just like Eve was not just a spouse, but she was a helper comparable to him. And so our relationships, the most it's not like in relationships, the most important is not that with like a is not that with a spouse. And it's not to say that it's not important. But it's to say that you, that relationally, there's also, relationally, you're not meant to be alone. You're not meant to be alone. So here, God, in creating Eve, God just created the family because you, ha you have the husband and the wife and the wife and they're going to have children so god just created the family and also creating eve i don't think god created eve i think god formed eve and uh it i'm not i'm not implying any i'm not implying any negative thing because i'm i'm just saying that i think that the six that the days of creation were already up and god and i don't know for what reason but i think that god was done creating on the sixth day and he will only create again when he creates a new heaven and a new earth and all that. So, yeah. But God starts out by saying it is not good for the man to be alone. So, God's, so God creates relationships. He creates marriage. And he creates, and he creates the family. So then that's what we're starting with. We're starting with familial relationships. So my experience in familial relationships um, is, uh, well, I remember a few years ago, um, 
I remember just God really putting it on my heart that you don't want to live with your family because I had so much anger and bitterness toward pretty much everyone. It's like, oh, you're all against me. And at times, at times it it did seem as such. Um, but it's like only temporarily. I mean, any good, re- any great relationship you're going to have, you're, you're, you're probably going to have like, you know, like trouble, like fights and uh, disagreements and stuff. So, and then I felt like, gosh, dang, I don't really have much time left with my family. I mean, I am growing up and I'm and, and I'm going to go out and live all on my, I'm going to go out and live all on my own. I'm going to leave my family. So I need to do something. I need to make the most of my time with them. So then I started focusing more on my familial relationships. And um, it's not to say that they've, they've reciprocated that, but I've started, I've started that on my part because in relationships, just in general, um, if like there's any wrong thing, like any offense, like anything, any hurt or anything, like you'll be the bigger person because in your mind, this is this goes along with the episode I was listening to yesterday out of how to start repairing broken relationships by your move with Andy Stanley. So in your mind, you're the bigger person. You're the one with the with who's caused the least you know, trouble, problem. So you be the bigger person because you are the bigger person, aren't you? So you be the bigger person and start the process. So I started, you know, being intentional in my familiar rela- familial relationships, my relationships, my relationship with my, with my siblings, my relationship with my mom, with my dad, because I think that toward all of them, I had some kind of offense. I had taken up some kind of offense and I had held it against them. And offense is very dangerous in all relationships. So I'm just kind of like, you know, reaching into the, the two other types of relationships. Like in all relationships, offense is very dangerous. And um, I started kind of, kind of like, I started forgiving. I started the journey of forgiving because forgiveness, I don't know, it's not easy and it's not to say that it happens like all at once. I don't know if it's possible. I mean, with God, everything is possible. So maybe, perhaps. But I started forgiving them, you know. And um, I started being more intentional with each and every one of them. And uh, it and to this day, I'm still being intentional. And it's not to say that I've seen... It's not to say that I've seen like what um like where we're going because God has kind of given me a picture in my mind of like where we're headed and we're not there yet but we're not where we used to be we're not where we used to be so we've made progress so I guess my advice in this part is mind your familial relationships take care of them you know your relationship with your siblings your parents and uh, such because you know some some siblings you know they they are bickering and they're fighting even while they're adults and um you don't want that to be your case you don't want to hold up offense against you know 
your family like that. So you are the bigger person. So be the bigger person and be the first. And I believe that with God's help, with God's help, um, you can, you can, your relationships can start being repaired, can start being healed with God's help and uh, your familiar relationships, which I also think that one that you ought to pray about about it as well because if it's if it's really on your mind you really ought to you ought to pray about it that god restore my relationship with my family i want to have a better relationship with my family i want to have quality relationship with my a quality relationship with my family with my family members i want to have better relationships more fulfilling relationships and uh, i believe that as you start to pray as you start to implement even like even like forgiveness and intentional love and intentionality you're going to start to see really great progress and uh, what i just talked about i guess can apply to the two other types of relationships that, I, that, I'm, that i'm yet to talk about but that's it about familial So the second type of relationship that we have is friendship. So before I get into friendship, friendship, there's also, there's like, I have in my mind, like the friendship spectrum in my mind, in my mind. I don't think it's like a solid, you know, definite thing, but like it's there. All right. Like I can kind of like juxtapose someone onto that and see where are they on the friendship spectrum so far 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 like in the negative like it starts at zero and it goes to 10 and uh, below zero there in the friendship spectrum there's acquaintances and and it's important to it to and it's important to be able to identify who are your friends and who are your acquaintances because uh, because for one when you know who your friend when you know who your friends are then you know which which relationships to give your time and effort and care to but and when you know your who your acquaintances are you know whom not to spend so much time with and whom not to give so much attention and it's not to say that you're being rude you're just watching out for yourself because do not be fooled bad company corrupts good morals that's the bible I, i just don't know which scripture that is bad company corrupts good morals and so as we spoke about in the last point that god created relationships because he said it is not good for men to be alone relationships are are around god created relationships so that we can help one another live life It's just that live life just that much more better. We can help each other live life that much more better with God's by God's grace. So now, now that I've talked about acquaintances, I want to I want to get a passage for friendship and and then and then to, and actually talk about it. So let me check it out. So it's in Ecclesiastes that we are. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 
says, and in my NKJV, the title is The Value of a Friend. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. If they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls. Oh, gosh dang. For he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him. A threefold cord is not easily broken. So he's talking, whoever the writer of Ecclesiastes is, I don't know, I think it's Solomon, I think, but okay, um, he's talking about friendship, that two is better, two are better than one, because we, because we help, like in friendships, we help one another to have a good reward for our labor that we have to accomplish our purpose better. That's what we do. That's what relationships do. They help us to accomplish our purposes better because we have a good reward for our labor because the day will come when God will reward us for our labor. So, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion. That's verse 10. If they fall, one will lift up his companion. And the other thing about friendships is that when one is down, the other can help that person up. When one is sad, you can be there for that person. When one is going through something hard, you can be there and it makes life that much better. It becomes like that glimpse of light. It becomes like that glimmer of light, of hope in the midst of a really, really dark time. And if friendships were to be there for those that need us, we're to be there for those that need us because relationships are a mutual thing. They're a mutual thing. So we're to be there for one another, for one who is down, one who is, who is cast down, one who, one who is going through a dark season. And e that we're to be there in the good times, just as in the, we're to be there in the bad times, just as in the good times. For a friend in, the, in, in dark times, is much more valuable than a friend who's just present in the good times. But a friend who's present through both, now that's a real friend. And um for and and for me I've had I've had a few such and uh I just I just love I just love how God has worked in my life through these people, these people whom he has whom he has brought in my life. So Looking at it right now, looking at it right now, um, the the friendships in my life. I don't know how do how do I how do I identify like how does one identify whom who can be beneficial? Like what are those friendships that are beneficial to my purpose? What are they? Okay, so for me, and it's not like oh this only works for me. So don't so you need to find your own method. No. Like God shows you, God shows you, you know, the relationships that are, you can sense it in your spirit. And the more you learn to, to hear the voice of God and you he learn to hear the voice of God by being obedient. And uh, the more you're obedient, the more you come to sense that, you know what, there is purpose to this. You're able to, 
the more you hear you learn to hear the voice of God, the more you're able to identify that there's purpose to this. So you can sense the purposeful relationships in your life so that you can cultivate them that they should be that they should bring fruit both to you and to the other person with whom you're in friendship with. So yeah. For he who has no one, oh, but woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. And the reason I said gosh dang before is because it because if one is reading that, you know, like in the in the wrong way, they'll probably just they'll probably re assume that, oh, woe to me then, for I am alone when I fall. But no, that no, that is, but that is not the case. Let me first look up the definition of woe, because God is love, and the word of God cannot contradict His nature. So let's see. Woe. The definition is misery, resulting from affliction. It's just talking about the state of the person who falls alone. They're miserable. They're miserable and their misery results from that affliction of falling and they're intensely mournful. So, yeah, it's not like directed toward you. It's saying that that's what a person would be if they fall alone. So it is not good for men to be alone. So one, so you should seek to cultivate these God relationships, these purposely, these purposeful God relationships in your life and how do you identify them you will sense so from the spirit you will sense it from the spirit and there will have to be effort on your part there will have to be work on your part for you like you know to talk to talk to the to the to the person to talk to the people whom god shows you like you know like just go try just try to talk to the person you know get to know one another and uh, just the basic of communication and uh, you know as time goes on friendships are created then again if two lie down if two lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone so once again stressing and emphasizing that we are it is not good for men to be alone it is not good for humans to be alone so and if I just want to say that if you're someone, if you're, if you feel like, gosh, dang, I'm, I am, I'm alone. I have no one for me. Um, I have, I have no one for me. You can pray to God, say God, you can ask God, God, send people into my life, send good people into my life. People who are going to be my friends, people who are going to help me up, people who are going to help me stand, send such people into my life now speaking of alone and loneliness um a few months ago i keep on saying this this year but a few months ago i was studying in my bedroom and all of a sudden it just hit me this it just came to me that man i'm so lonely i'm so lonely and uh, i wasn't even i wasn't even thinking about it but i was like god besides you i have no one and uh, that was that was not that was not true. That came that came from the devil. And uh, 
and uh, I guess I should have just like gone against that but like man I'm so lonely and uh, just after that God God started speaking to me and he spoke to me about a whole bunch of stuff and one of the things that he spoke to me about is that it is impossible that people even the part from the purposeful relationships in your life be there for you every like every single time it is impossible that they be there for you every single time sometimes they'll fail to be there and uh, you need to be patient with them so and um now that i've talked about it is not good for men to be alone but that we should cultivate such friendships really purposeful friendships that as verse 12 says Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. And so, having talked about this, I also need to say that relationship that relationships in our in our life, friendships in our lives, there are there are seasonal friendships or relationships, and they are just there for a season. And if and if it so happens that, you know, that, you know, they drift away, you know, then you shouldn't feel bad because they're, they, they are seasonal. They, they were just seasonal here on earth. And, uh, and then there's also those that were, there's also the relationships that were, that are, that have, that either have a lasting impact or, or are for a lifetime and so there are also there are also those and uh we need uh, it's like i'm not saying that oh learn to cultivate those stay away from the seasonal because god is going to bring good people for a season for good people for seasons and stuff so so yeah now anyway I, i was just stating that that there's seasonal and that there's also lasting and lifetime and for a lifetime relationship relationships. So we need uh, again. I'm emphasizing that it is not good for men to be alone. Let us learn to cultivate these relationships. And if you have no, and you feel like, and if you have no one for you, then uh, you can pray to God to bring such people into your life. And you need to do your part. God will do His part and honor that and you need to do your part uh, god will not withhold anything good for you f- from you because he said it is not good for men to be alone so it, it is good for men to be around around people who care about them and people who value them and treasure them and oh sorry and treasure them and cherish them bring such people into your life and be that for someone be that for someone who treasures and helps someone be there for the people whom God has brought in your life and work to cultivate relationships with with people who do that for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's for, that's, that's for the friendship, friendship relationships. And now I'm on to the last one, which is romantic, (laughs) romantic relationships. Yeah. Now, as for romantic relationships, we're going to return to Genesis 2, 
Genesis 2, still going there, still getting there. Um, yeah, getting there, getting there. Yeah, I'm there. Okay. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord had taken from, from men, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the men. And Adam said, <laughs> I heard this joke um, about a week ago where this pastor was like, do you know why Adam called woman woman? <laughs> and he said, because when he saw, when he saw Eve, he said, whoa, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones. And flesh of my and flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of men. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So when we're speaking about romantic relationships, we're speaking about ultimately romance leads to marriage. And for some people, the journey the journey and for some people the journey to marriage is linear you know like straightforward like simple and for some people it's not so linear but you know still kind of simple and other people other people it's so and i think i would say the majority of people it's so twisted and so you know ups and downs zigzag everything you know and um if you find yourself in any of these groups it's like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel you shouldn't feel bad you shouldn't feel bad if you, it's not it, it's not the, it's something okay like for the most part you don't you don't have control you don't have control over you don't have control over it but i think that in some cases you do so yeah so that's what we're going to talk about so for some people the journey to marriage is that you know they meet they meet the person that they're gonna marry really fast and so now uh, in the episode sexuality and i really didn't want to title it sexuality because of the word sexuality um but uh, the reason i ended up leaving leaving the title as sexuality is because i thought that it would reach the people who might listen to such episodes so i left it as that so yeah, and I felt also like like God wanted me to leave it as that because I could not even even find another another title that was suitable for it. So anyway, um, let's start out. So for some people, I talked about the first category. For some people, the journey to marriage is uh simple and straightforward. You know, like they like you know like without much stuff without much many ups and downs you know not even any i guess yeah if it's straightforward then not even any then uh, they meet the person they're going to marry you know and then they're married and that is not to say that marriage does not have its fair share of trouble because all marriages have their own struggles their fair share of troubles so yeah and uh, then we've got the second group which is which is it's kind of it's kind it's not as easy but it's 
but it's it's generally okay so it's not really zigzag more like more like you know flow like waves like yeah like waves you know i'm thinking of the of a line right now an analogy of a line more like waves like <laughs> so for and yeah and for them it's just a little bit you know hard and a little bit twisted and a little bit intricate and stuff and um, they and they and and then they meet the person they're going to marry and they marry such a and they marry that person so yeah and then we come to the last group for which there's it's really 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 twisted there's so many ups and downs and there's so many you know so many twists and turns let me see i'm trying to find the word a certain word meticulous peculiarity dismay compassion gripped fumble disgrace okay i'm i'm not finding it oh so convoluted it's so convoluted and so yeah for some people it's so convoluted and i don't know which one of these three groups you find yourself in but but i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about it so in the like i spoke about when in the episode that i made i skipped i skipped the i skipped the i skipped the other parts and i got to the like to the end of like the romance journey to marriage and i spoke about like finally when you've met when you've met that that person when it's like god will lay you know in more ways than one because why did i do that i think that part of it is because like is because i wanted i wanted that to be out there that in the future when it so happens that you when it so happens that you meet that person to know that god will let you know in more ways than one it may not be a voice from heaven you know but it may also be for all i know i don't know so yeah god will let you know in more ways than one but i skipped all the intricateness all the convolutedness and i skipped and i skipped even even the dating part and all that and i and i just got to that part so now i'm going to talk about now i'm going to talk about that so first before i get into that i just want to say do not settle for less in dating do not settle for less do not at all you deserve better you deserve better do not settle for less do not settle for less yeah i i feel i feel like god put this on my heart now what i'm speaking about i speak that i speak not as an as an expert but i speak so as one to whom god has entrusted wisdom and um, with this i need to let it flow through me it's coming from god and flowing through me it's coming from god and flowing through me it is not from me but it is from god so do not settle for less and i'm not saying that what i'm saying here is going to be perfect because remember the perfect knowledge of god is going through this imperfect imperfect human being so it may come out in imperfect words but the message that is from god is imperfect i, I mean is perfect so yeah do not settle for less so now for those whose 
journeys whose journey to marriage is more convoluted here's like here's the what what i'm what i'm just gonna use i'm just gonna use an analogy they got god god talked to me about this about a week ago now i was i was really curious it, it was i i was just really curious so god talked to me about this and gave me this analogy it was like why aren't you gonna ask me so i asked him and he gave me this picture yeah so yeah so this is this this analogy this scenario that i'm about to use is going to represent dating and it's going to represent the the kind of like twistedness and convolutedness of many people's journeys to journey to romance and also another thing that i must say is that remember it's like you shouldn't look to you shouldn't look to like finding the one is like oh you're one you're one source of joy and of and of happiness you know it's like no don't do that you know F first of all you've got great friend you you've got great friendships build those build great friendships you know and not only and not only that but on but on the other part let god work on your character for all you know you're not perfect yet you're not ready yet you're not complete yet and uh, perhaps the person that god has in mind is not ready yet you know and uh, the and the things are just are just not ready yet it's like you're half baked you're half baked the person that god has in mind is half baked and basically the situation is half baked and half baked uh, half baked stuff is not good it's good it's okay but it's not as good as it could be and so yeah so now i'm gonna i'm gonna talk i'm gonna use this analogy that god gave me so on june 4th it was a saturday on june 4th 2021 it's my month the month of june so on june 4th it's saturday my dad and i were going out to buy me a phone the phone that i'm using to record right now so going on that day as we were going we okay well we had we had like enough money to buy a phone but like if i had waited a few more days i i would have you know enough more than enough you know but like we just had enough so we went out to buy a phone so going out to buy a phone we arrived you know at the at the stores with the phones and uh arriving at these stores with the phones the 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 prices were just that you know just that little bit more than the money the amount of money that we had so i was i was looking at other phones and i'm like wow that phone is so cool that's the one i want because i still hadn't decided like i want this specific one right this one this one you know you know we were gonna see right so we got there and uh, like i would see really cool phones i'm like wow that's a really cool phone i want that phone i want that phone and uh and we would we would go you know we would go and you know ask for the ask for the prices we would get the prices and after getting the prices it's like it's just that little bit just little just a little bit more than what we had and um, every time you know just a little bit more than what we had but the phones are really great and i was feeling a bit sad 
But I knew and I sensed from God that that day we were going to get my phone. And at one point he even said, I'm excited about what, what you're, what you're going to get today. I'm really excited. So I really felt like, God, why aren't you more like, why aren't angels showing up and saying, you know, buy this phone over here, like go to this place over here. So, and, uh, but it wasn't like that. And that, and um, we went from place to place and spent hours, you know, returning. And at some points, even my dad trying to, trying to negotiate with the, to negotiate with the people and uh, just no, no, no. And uh, we still hadn't found the one phone that God had for me on that day because I felt that God had put it on my heart that you're going to get a phone today and it's going to be awesome. Like he, he knew, he knew. Okay. So, and we went from place to place. I even took, an, I even got it. I even almost got an, another phone because I thought, because I thought that it was, because I thought that it was good, but I ended up not getting it. But somehow in the end, we come to this phone. And at first I see this one and I'm like, uh, I'm like, okay, it's great. Okay. But it's lacking in this. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. And, um, I'm so focused on what it didn't have that, you know, I didn't know what it had. So, so then, you know, we went still, we, we left this phone and then went to check out some more phones. And after checking them out and not being able to get them, we finally came back. I, I, I was left to, with choices like this phone or some other phone I don't really remember. Um, and uh, I was left with those two choices. And finally, I was like, you know what? what, what am I doing? Let me get this one. And I, I, you know, I wasn't really sure in my heart, but I felt, I kind of felt like God was saying this phone, pick this phone. And uh, we went and we got this phone and uh, we got everything, the screen protector, the cover and stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I, then, you know, after getting it, I was like, I felt that we had found the one. <laughs> we had found the phone that we, that we, that we had come looking for. So my journey here looking, finding this phone and getting this phone kind of represents, kind of represents the journey to the one for a lot of people. You, you know, you encounter person to person and you go, you know, they're, you know, like, like I was seeing other phones and going like, oh, wow, this phone is really, really great. And, uh, and like, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, this one is really, really great. And like, no, you, you, you know, just not right person, not, not right person, you know, not the one that God has, has in mind for you. And, uh, you go, you go here and there and here and there, and it can feel exhausting. I'm assuming it can feel exhausting. And, uh, but finally, but finally, I guess this may represent like a real life situation. Like finally, like finally we came to the one phone <laughs> to the one phone and having gotten it at first I didn't really like it as much as the other phones it was like I was still emotionally attached to the other the other phones that I saw that I, I I was looking at what it didn't have not knowing what it did have you know it may kind of represent of represent someone someone and uh, our attitude sometimes that we can, that 
when it so happens that we get to the one, whensoever that is, that we kind of like look at firstly, like first impression, like what they don't have and we miss what they do have. Um, and I hope this analogy has been helpful and not confusing. Um, and uh, yeah, I did end up getting this phone and I have enjoyed my experience with it. I've really, really enjoyed my experience with it. And Joseph Prince said something really interesting. God is not going to give you someone who's like, where all your friends are like, yeah, take, yeah, take them, save us, you know, save the rest of us. Yeah. So, yeah. And also another thing that I heard um, about a month and a half ago is I think that we humans in romantic relationships, sometimes, a lot of the times, we tend to like marry the person in your mind, in your thoughts. It's like extreme emotional, emotional attachment so that when, so that if the person, the person is either not going to get there or they're not there yet at that level. And, uh, and, uh, what was I, what was I, what was I going to say? And, and so sometimes when, when the breakup happens, it's, it, it feels like, divorce and not just a breakup because you had married the person in your mind and so i want to say that watch out for that be diligent you know trusting god be diligent and uh now as i'm looking back over my journey finding finding this phone that god had for me on that day like god was there the whole time you know when when the other people said no with with the, with their phones who knows what God was keeping me from? Who knows what God was protecting me from? So then, so that may explain. So that may, you know, kind of explain someone someone's romance journey. You know, if when some some know some rejections, who knows what God was protecting you from? Who knows what God was keeping you from? But then again, there's like the more like you know, with the I'm speaking this as like as a possibility there's also the romance journeys like with the with the one where it's not so easy and uh, it's it's very it's very convoluted and very twisted but they are they are the right person but but the people are just the two people are just not ready so yeah so i hope that this that this illustration most especially because that was like my my main thing my illustration that it was helpful that it has helped you and been helpful and not been confusing and complicated complicated and confusing so yeah that that's that's about it for now i think that in in regards to to this point right here in the episode and uh, the whole episode in general I had so much more to say, but it has escaped my mind. But whatever the Spirit has put on my mind, that is what I have said. Whatever the Spirit has brought to my re remembrance, that is what I have said. Yeah, yeah. Now, I want us to pray because relationships are a very important part of our lives. So, 
with relationship being a very part, important part of our lives, they build us and they lead us closer to our purpose. We accomplish our purposes better because of relationship. We become helpers to one another. And so now let's pray. Father God, we come before you asking, oh God, God, for those of us that don't, that lack the relationships, the godly relationships, the purposeful relationships, help us, Lord, by bringing such people into our lives. Help bring them into our lives and help us to recognize them, Lord, and to build the relationships that glorify you. And for those of us that do have godly relationships in our lives, but we have not been we have not known how to handle them how to treat them lord and have not and have not you know gone and have not accomplished the purpose that you had in mind for them so far but we have remained alone lord we have remained offended help us lord to learn to forgive help us lord to learn to cultivate these relationships, to stir up these relationships, to be helpers to one another, to be there for one another, to be available for one another. And Lord God, keep us away, Lord, from bad relationships, Lord, from people who have nothing but evil intentions for us, but to take advantage of us and to, and to manipulate us and use us. And Lord God, Bring us, Lord, give us more wisdom and give us more knowledge that we would know how to treat and handle our relationships, the relationships that you've brought into our lives, the relationships that you've created in our lives, oh God, because you have said in your word, it is not good for man to be alone. It is not good for us to be alone. God, we thank you, Lord, that with your help, with your Holy Spirit, through your word, through your leading, step by step, as we learn to recognize these relationships, as we learn to work on these relationships, as we learn to forgive one another and to let go of offense, and as we learn to become more purposeful and intentional in our relationships, and as we learn, Lord, that, that in uh, romantic relationships, Lord, that you are there every step of the way, you are there, you are there, even though sometimes we may feel alone, you are there. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we are not alone in all things and that by your help, Lord, we can live fulfilling lives because we were not alone, but we had people by our sides who helped us when we were down, who were there when we were up, who were there when we were sad, and who were there when we were glad. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And let us glorify you and honor you in our relationships. Now to you be all the glory, power, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I, I say this every episode. But as, you, as you've noticed over the past few episodes, I've been a, a little less formal and at the same time a little more formal. I don't know how I can do that. I don't know how a human being can do, can do that. But, you know, that's the intricateness of my mind, the intricateness of my person. So, so, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed the episode and that it spoke to you. 
and that you that you learn to be more intentional in your relationships that by the help of the spirit you would learn to recognize the purpose relationships in your life the god relationships in your life that you would come to be more intentional more purposeful in them and that if you don't have them that god would that you would learn to pray about it that god would bring such people into your life if they're already there but you don't see them god will show you even that and um i and the last point was about romantic relationships where i spoke that for other people it's senior the journey to marriage is senior for other people it's kind of kind of you know kind of twisted and for other people it's very it's it's a mess so to know that god works through that god works through that and god works through it through and through and god is present through the whole process so as for as for me Right now, I feel very fulfilled having made this episode. Gosh dang, there's an, there's an, there's an airplane passing by. So I feel so, you know, I feel so at peace, you know, like purpose accomplished. I have made this episode. I'm so glad and grateful to have this podcast. And um, I think I'm going to be releasing another article soon on Medium. Um, I don't know what it's titled. I don't know what it's going to be about, but definitely soon so check that out on medium but the thing about medium is that they only allow you up to i think it's if you're a non-member you get four stories per month and i'm a member and i get a little bit more and you have to pay for it and i really don't like paying for cert for for services but like if it's really worth it i do pay for services so yeah and I hope you enjoyed the episode, that you that it spoke to you, that you learned something, and that you would take this and apply this in your life, in your relationships, and that you would learn to trust God through and through, and that God would be manifested through those relationships in your life. That God, that you would see God every step of the way. And so, <laughs> from me to you, bye-bye. Thank you.